This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The sun is out, you guys. Which makes a huge difference. It is beautiful outside, it's right? It's beautiful. beautiful. Out. We're still sort of in winter sweaters, but nevertheless, the sun is shining. The and I did shining. wear a vest. <laughs> oh, 100%. Because I had the sweater on. No. Yeah. I, I know. Okay, so I left here last night. My stomach hurt from laughing so hard. And I just, <laughs> I loved that. And if you guys don't listen to all three three hours of this very program, yep. yesterday's 530 vintage scandal um, was really a vintage rant. <laughs> yes. and And we learned about... The fact that we never talk about the hormonal glass ceiling around here. Yeah, that's right, the hormonal <laughs> ceiling. It was I can't very, believe it. Hannah did uh, put a link out there on in the Twitterverse. Yeah, it was uh, so funny. Last night, we it's also posted your show page. Oh, as this, yeah. it, it's the top one below the sh- today's show links. Is just that segment. So if you don't want to go through I, and cycle, I was through it, really on a roll. You, you were, were. <laughs> but it was so funny, Lori. I laughed so, so hard. True, Julia. all of it. I know. all of it. Every I know. word. I stand by every word I, <laughs> I ranted about yesterday. Hey, I want to give a shout out because this will be. Too late for a weekend pick if I do it tomorrow. So this is the Thursday weekend pick for something that's happening tomorrow because it's Earth Day. Yes, it is. I have Earth Day stuff, too. And uh, Courtney uh, Yasmina, she's, I would call her like a folk uh, singer, but she's got a beautiful voice, beautiful guitar player. She, folk rock. Is yeah. How I'd, uh, um, she's doing a six to nine o'clock show at the Chancaska Winery. Mm-hmm. My Tommy Mommy's family owns it. Yes. So just wanted to let people know that Courtney's going to be playing at um, Chancaska. And that's about an hour drive mm-hmm. on 169 South. And it's so gorgeous. This vineyard, they have great wines, they have great cocktails, pizzas. great pizzas, great food. And the atmosphere is so gorgeous. Yes. So that's that'd be a fun one because it's supposed to be kind of nice. Yeah. Until so, Sunday. And Courtney is just a very, very, very talented and would love more. I'd love if more people knew yeah. her song. So awesome. That's tomorrow night. And of course, you know, it was six years ago today yeah. that we found out about Prince, um, uh, you know, dying and being found uh, in an elevator at Paisley Park. And I was ironing. I was getting my hair done, which I did today. Yeah, yeah. How weird is that? Well, we just remember where we are. Grant, do you remember? I was in Vegas right outside of uh, the Venetian Hotel. My buddy called me and... I was telling I was telling someone here earlier that it's just it, the whole city turned purple and every cab mm-hmm. driver when we said we were from Minnesota asked about Prince. Yeah, I literally learned his significance that weekend. I yeah. had no idea because you grow up here, you don't take it, it for granted. You yeah, take you it for do. granted, mm-hmm. but when you when I saw the impact that he had on just the city of Las Vegas alone, yeah. and every person that I brought it up to, yeah, I, it really hit home for me because I didn't know that he was oh. that influential across the board. And he did that residency, like at, I think it was at the Palms. Okay, 
And he did that, you know, people were like, what? What is Prince doing a Vegas residency? You know, and my brother and a few other people I know went to it. And I never did. But it was like uh, a very intimate type of a showroom uh, kind of situation. And it's what Adele should have done all along yes. on her uh, Vegas show. We don't need fireworks and no, dancing don't. dolls from... And a water pool. And a water pool. Mm-hmm. We don't need her to walk on water. Apparently, if Dumois is to believe, Rich Paul talks a lot of smack about her to the guys. Oh, really? Yeah, He's yeah. so... Really? Yeah. And that's the guy... Maybe that's her boyfriend. That's, and not a fiancé. She just wore a big damn ring when she performed. <laughs> She wears, bought herself a big damn ring, probably to celebrate getting divorced from Simon. Yeah. You know? Oh, gosh. Well, they, I, I was listening um, earlier to Clean and, um, Clean and Grant today. You were on their show when I was listening, Grant. Yeah. About Adele. Um, Caesars Inc. is giving Adele um, between July 4th and Labor Day to show up and do a show if she can make it. Yeah. So we'll see. Those poor people. I don't get this. Yeah. Well, well, that's the only, they filled in all the other dates. I get that. But and like, they, I, I just figured with, we've been a, a, a rescheduling, you know, monster the last two years, right? right? Yes. With everything that she can't figure out a way, even if it's not at the same place, but at a different venue in Vegas to make it quicker. It just seems like it dragged out too long. Do you know how much money Caesars lost on I their know. Adele gamble? I, well, then they rechanged the whole studio too oh, to, yeah. to her liking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe other casinos are like, oh, we don't trust her. That's a good point. Or she's too much money. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I maybe. Just, yeah, that's a sad deal. I there. know people are like my brother, who's like defended her to the nth degree, is now coming down to the end of his patience. <laughs> yeah. Um because he's just like, I'm not planning on any trips because I'm waiting for Adele. And I said, okay, Don't that wait would bug on me. Adele. Yeah, no kidding. But right. If she he he was going to the seventh show that mm-hmm. she was doing, whenever that seventh show is it was. Yes. But for the new sure. dates, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of how they're doing the tickets. Oh, that is. Okay. Oh, Lord. That's my understanding from him. So if you were, because she was only doing like 16 shows, maybe. Yeah. Over mm-hmm. three months. Yeah. Uh, Two weekends. I feel like she's might have even only been twelve shows. Yeah, I thought it was less than sixteen. It might be twelve shows. Yeah. So he had the seventh show. So he's it's his understanding. From He's Caesars, seventh in line. That no, but he will be on the seventh date of whatever. Jeez. If it's going to be the, she's going to do the Friday Saturday right. thing, or is she going to do you know bang out um, two a night? No, three. no, yeah. she would never do that. But um, twelve shows and do it over three weeks, right? But they probably have other people there. But that's the only time they have the Friday Saturday. Yeah. Um, opening. Hopefully, yeah. she can work it out. Huh? Hopefully she can work it out, right? Well, her fans yeah. would really yeah. like it. And the people who were, um, you know, doing like anniversary or, you know, birthday celebrations would just like to get that ticket on the book. No. If they're even going. Well, that's what I mean. You know, thinking anymore. You know. Because that was a lot of money to have hanging out there. Oh, you know what I'm saying, Jelly Bean? All right. Very, very much it's so. Thursday. It is Thursday. All day. All day. We're <laughs> happy about it. Uh, we've got Neil Justin coming on. Yes. There's a lot of new TV happening, some buzzy, buzzy shows, and he's been busy doing a lot of fun interviews and stuff. So we'll we'll talk to him at the bottom of the hour. But um, 
the man, the eccentric <laughs> man, the eccentric movie star that just needs to be. We learned something last night. We learned that uh, eccentric movie stars should not uh, be kept away from the couch uh, of late night for so long. So, True. Right? Yeah. yeah. 14 years. We'll be right back with that story. Well, the unbearable weight of massive talent starring Nicolas Cage opens tomorrow, and he's been doing a full press tour to support it. Return to late night te- television. He was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. I was absolutely shocked when he talked about that it's his first time on a late night show in 14 years because man i after seeing julia roberts on colbert Mm -hmm. i miss genuine movie stars on talk shows and i miss like as much as i like keanu when he was doing the press for the matrix i love seeing him and we just don't get enough of and to why in the world is nicholas cage has it been so long i i was (laughs) Blown away. So was I when he said it was 14 years. for that because we love these, uh, the storytelling. He gave such great couch last night. I thought Kimmel was just in heaven and I oh. bet Kimmel was just like, said to Nick, we're not going to wait this long. Oh, 100%. Right? Okay, so here's the first one where he talks about how long it's been since he's been on a talk show. Uh, you know, thank you. I'm I'm really, this is a big night for me. Is it? This is the, I know it's 420 and all that, but uh, (laughs) this is the first time I have been on national television on a talk show in 14 years. In 14 years? I waited for you and your audience. Well, thank you. Wow. And, and then he ta- then he was in this metallic suit, and he said, "And I dressed like the aluminum on a dashboard of an old Cadillac." Yeah, yeah. Chrome just, polished. Yeah, he looked so great. He, he really, he really did. And I love that. You know, I hate when when you know movie stars act like it's a drag to be famous. You know, Nicolas oh. Cage has been famous for so long. Yeah, um, and he had so many hilarious things to talk about. Here he is talking about living in Las Vegas. This is perfect. I know you live in my hometown, Las Vegas. You've been living there for how long now? It's been about 17 years. 17 years. You made the movie Leaving Las Vegas, and then you didn't. You stayed. And I didn't leave. I went back and I stayed. Oh, Vegas has been good to me. It really has. It's both a small town and a big city. It's probably one of the most unique addresses in the world. Absolutely. If you want to go to the Strip and participate, you can. But if you want to just go with the locals and go to some of the cool restaurants, you can do that as well. That's exactly how I would describe it. Living there, and I love that you live there. Do you live there for tax reasons, or well, originally? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I always thought that he lived part time in New Orleans, but I guess he has been a Vegas resident. He has been. So here he is talking about how uh, Elon Musk ruined some plans of his. But then I began to learn to love it. You know, also, I've had great experiences making movies there. I mean, leaving Las Vegas was great. Honeymoon in Vegas was great. Thank you. And there's good mojo there for me. So I like making movies. I, I, I tried to get um, a, a movie studio built there, and then Elon Musk came in, and all the money I got for the movie studio, I got $80 million, they put it into the Tesla Corporation, which then ironically drained all the water out of the city. So Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. But I, I almost had it. I almost had a studio. You, uh, that's a lot of money to spend, so you don't have to take an hour-long flight to L.A., that's for sure. <laughs> right. Well, it wasn't my money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
I know. He, he just he told a story about gambling in the Bahamas once with two hundred dollars, and he just kept betting the same. He kept betting on the same uh, numbers that he liked. There was lucky numbers, and he turned two hundred dollars into twenty thousand dollars in like like he said like a half hour. Yeah, and then he went to an orphanage. Gave and dropped all that cash and brought it to the headmaster and said, here, this is for every single person in here and just gave it up. And he was like, that's when I stopped he, gambling. And that's he it. was just an endlessly entertaining, great, great guest. And Jimmy Kimmel said, there's so many stories because I've got like all these quirky facts well, about let's him. Let's the yeah. last one because he talks about some of he's got a reputation for weird spending yes. habits. So let's just Diane Kruger was here a few weeks ago, your uh, co-star from National Treasure Movie. Yeah, she said, uh, when you guys were working together, you bought a... A bat cave, and I don't mean the comic book bat cave. I mean like a cave full of bats. Yeah. Is that true? I like that you're asking me this question because it it, it means I have to use one of my favorite words. Oh. Spelunking. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had an interest in exploring all the elements. You know, I got my, uh, my, uh, my, my certificate on the Great Barrier Reef. I explored the element of water. Air, I didn't really get as far as I wanted to. I wanted to be a hang glider, didn't happen. Fire, I felt like Ghost Rider. I had explored the element okay. of fire. And then I wanted to explore Earth, and I thought, yeah, you know, I want to start spelunking. I want to start exploring caves. And I think we were in, the, uh, in North Dakota in the Black Hills when we were shooting one of the treasure movies, and I said, I, I hear there's a cave for sale. Let's go look at it. And I did, and it was beautiful, and this is good for 420, right? Uh -huh. All these stalactites, and, and it was all like this, like milky quartz, like crystalline walls. And I thought, I, you know, at the time I was married, and I was like, I, I'd like to be in the, it looked like Nagori sake, unfiltered sake, and I, I'd like to buy this and, and just go down in the bottom of the cave and get totally naked with my wife and drink Nagori. <laughs> In the bottom of a cave in the earth. Uh, needless to say, I didn't buy the cave. It didn't happen. And there you were no bats. It. There were no bats in the cave. Oh, uh, he just was so And he great. talked about that he had a two-headed snake. snake. Yeah. Yeah, that he had to feed with a spatula. <laughs> that was the best. Because the snakes kept fighting each other, the heads. That made me laugh okay. so hard. And, Nick, and, and he said, uh, Jimmy Kimmel said, well, what that said you back? And he says, more than I won in the gambling, like four times more, four so like a hundred grand. For oh. a dual-headed snake, and the best yes. part, he's like, one of them was way more dominant than the other one. Like, he knew these snakes. Then he talks about his crow. Crow that swears that out. Yeah, and he's got a 16-foot-wide-by-tall, like, dog. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply home for this crow and he has whenever he has a guest over he's like if you want to go in there that's fine you just got to put on these glasses because he's got talons and a beak and he might 
peck at your eyes, you know, like yeah. in his slow, in like his methodical talk. Like, just perfect. Uh, oh my His gosh. storytelling was and great. And his hair plugs have settled down because originally he had those and that was very shocking. I mean, he has made like five movies a year going back. And when he says he hasn't been on mm-hmm. in so 14 years, I mean. Well, Hollywood treated him like a joke, I guess. Yeah. And he's being very good natured about all of this because he's got a huge, even though Gen Z one in eight Gen Z, whatever age Gen Z is, um, they, 18 to 25, they have no idea who he, Nicolas Cage is. I would believe. That. Well, my kids saw National Treasure that's and I've got a 25-year-old. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. They yeah. would have at least known him from National Treasure. Right. Yeah, you that's, know? that's what I would, yeah. But, um, yeah, they they, um, they 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 did a little thing um, uh, about they, him. And famously, of course, he owed millions of dollars in debt and paid yep. it back in full as of a year and a half ago as a GQ profile cover. He just said he refused to do bankruptcy. Yeah, good for him. Worked hard. This movie kind of did what, remember Birdman and Michael Keaton? Yes. Remember Michael Keaton yes. had disappeared for a long yeah, time and that's then true. Birdman came out and he just got hot again, right? Yeah. And, then, and that, I hope that this kind of gives him that that push into some more great roles. You know, I, after watching that movie, I just want to see more Nick Cage movies. Well, and what we've heard about him over the years is weird stuff. Like maybe six months ago, a year ago, we saw him barefoot, slipperless, <laughs> like looking like a homeless person yeah. in a bar in he Vegas. Was yeah. yeah. He's and then there's a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, he has great stories and he talks about the time that uh, he tripped out on mushrooms with his cat. Oh yeah. Um, his cat named Lewis, who enjoyed in partaking in his stash of magic mushrooms, he told this to late David Letterman. And Fourteen he says, years ago, and he said, "I remember lying in my bed for hours, and Lewis was on the desk across from the bed for hours. We were just staring at each other, not moving, but he would stare at me, and I had no doubt that he was my brother. <laughs> I mean, he had a lot of weird quotes. He's married." Several times, waitresses that he meets. Yes. You know, he was married a to... A makeup artist that he met on a right. movie. Lisa Marie Presley, Presley in Hawaii. Um, right. Who else? Patricia Arquette. Oh, Wasn't he married to her? Yes. Yeah, he's had a that. lot of interesting, you know... Is that a journey? He yeah. has. He's got a great... I mean, but if I he ever loved, writes a book, it'll be a hell of a one. Right? I loved his... I mean, I just, I'm excited for him. We're all excited for him. You love the movie, you guys. The so I'm excited. So I hope good. it does really well. I, I hope so, too. You could take anybody to that movie and they'll enjoy it. Maybe not a kid because they no. might not get it. But like any, anybody. your mom, even if they didn't yep. watch Nicolas Cage movies, yeah. it's so well written. And the chemistry between those two, Pedro. Pedro and Nick, is so perfect. That yeah, and it's you funny. Like, you like, people maybe would like to see a good comedy. We've yeah, been a lot of a our... Bit. Shows that we've been immersed in, like television-wise, are have been darker, mm-hmm. really escapist. But it is so funny. Yeah, it's feel good for sure. It really is. It's a feel good. You'll love and it. You get to go to Spain. You get to go to Mallorca. Oh, the the be- the views were just beautiful. That place wouldn't that be a fun place to stay at? Lori, yes. the pool right on the rocks. I'm just for a day though. Oh. We remember we had that Straub on Emma Straub, and she wrote a whole book about a family yes, stay she in did. Mallorca. <sighs> Jealous. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we can... Is that where Brad and Angelina made the movie? No, that was in Malta. Oh, yeah. Oh. Another, Another island. M island somewhere Another over island, there. But between Greece and Italy. Okay. <laughs> oh, to be famous, right? All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we are waiting for Neil Justin to call, give us a call so we can talk TV, but we will talk about one trailer that Grant posted today yes. about this show. 
Um, and it's going to be on HBO, and it's got our guy, John Bernthal, in it. We first met him in Walking Dead. I love him. I love him. I, Drew, I, you know who he is if I'm you look him up. A man right crush and a half on this guy. Yeah, he's going to be in American Gigolo. Okay, oh. ne- okay Neil is calling me. Okay, Neil is calling Neil, you right now. Yes. you you got to call the main line because you're calling my cell phone. <laughs> I just texted it to you. How many times? I'll give him a call here. I'll give him a call. Yeah. How many times has he been on our program? (laughs) That's hysterical. (laughs) Anyway, we posted this. We own this city and it's from uh, uh, the same guy who gave us the wire. And it's just a six parter on HBO and it debuts in a couple of weeks. But we posted the trailer. We're going back to the streets of Baltimore. We own this city. All right. Ready to go. So take a look at that. It I don't looks know if, amazing. Yeah, it does look really it's good. It's got that grit, like like you said, from um, from the, the... Do we have Neil? We have Neil. Yes, let's get Neil, to Neil. Neil, welcome to our program for yeah. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you two? We're good. We are good. There's so much TV to talk about. We were just telling our people who are listening that we posted the trailer for this David Simon show, We Own This City, going back to Baltimore with our favorite... Uh, John Bernthal. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's front and center. It's uh, you know if you like The Wire, you're certainly going to like this. Okay. Uh, David Simon is back on the streets of Baltimore. It's uh, it's it's not as rich as The Wire. It's not as long either. Right. It's, uh, just seven hours, um, and it's very angry. Um, as you know, is, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have the rich characters and the humor. Oh, the wire. I mean, the wire was a serious show, but it was really funny too, and it had really great characters. Uh, this is almost like a documentary. It's uh, it's very strident in going after these crooked cops. Okay, but it's a it's it's, it's, it's a drama. It's, yeah, it's not an actual documentary. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. No, well. no, it, it's a drama, and it, and it's in the mode of of the wire and another series. David Simon did call the corner another look at the Baltimore police department. Um, it, it's good. It's, it's, it's not as good as, as some of his uh, past All right. uh, TV series. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the show that dropped two episodes today. We're very excited about season two of the flight attendant. Your thoughts. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a great series. Uh, if only because of Kaylee Cuoco, mm-hmm. uh, I've been a huge fan of hers uh, since the Big Bang Theory. I always thought that she was underrated on that show. Um, the boys got most of the attention. True. Uh, but I really thought uh, she was uh, the best comic actor on that show. And they didn't write enough for her. Um, no surprise, most of the writers were men. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she really elevated that show. I don't know if people know this, but there was a, a pilot for Big Bang Theory that didn't take with another actor in that role. Oh. And they went back at it and replaced that actress with Kaylee Cuoco. Oh. And I think that made all the difference. She's she's an actor like Julia Louise Dreyfus that I think can mine humor out of that's not on the page. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, I think the flight attendant could have very easily just been a standard mystery. Yeah. Um, she finds ways to add uh, little bits of humor um, constantly. And and this season, she's playing against herself. She's uh, 
hallucinating where she's talking to different versions of herself. Oh, that's and so that okay. gives her another chance to show off her 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 acting range. Um, so I think because she's very attractive and and she's a blonde, um, and she played uh, especially early on in Big Bang, her character was kind of an airhead. That changed uh, over the years. I think they made her character smarter. But I, I think those are some of the reasons she's been Underrated. underappreciated. Okay, here's the big question, though, Neil. Um, Sharon Stone, how is she great in this? I have not. She doesn't show up till oh. episode six. Oh, okay. so, really? Uh, okay. I have not. I've just seen the first three episodes. Okay. Uh, We're talking about the flight. So attack. I haven't seen it yet. Um but, um, you know, Sharon Stone is, uh, th- that's an interesting bit of casting. Uh, from what I've heard, she asked to be part of the show. Right. She was a fan, and um, it- it'll be fun to see her. Yeah, well, okay, now you had a great interview with uh, Courtney Vance, and we haven't had a chance to watch the show. We DVR'd at 61st Street on AMC. Yeah, he's a great actor. Uh, you know, one of those guys that's been around for a long time, and, I really feel like television's been very good to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done a number of, of good series, Lovecraft uh, uh, Country, right. and, uh, you know, he did the Aretha Franklin thing. And then, of course, it was the O.J. Simpson thing where uh, mm-hmm. he played Johnny Cochran and won an Emmy for that. And, uh, you know, I think he's kind of been known as Angela Bassett's husband. Yeah. Yes. And um, he's really coming into his own. And... Uh, is really good in 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 this series. Uh, it, it, it's a really uh, another look at at police corruption uh, in, in a big city and racism, uh, but done with uh, a, a little more character, I think, than we built this city. Okay. Uh, I actually preferred it, uh, and uh, I'm just so happy for him um, that it, at this point in his career, I think he's getting so much uh, due attention. Good. Yeah, I I forgot. You kind of forget him that he's a, really been a journeyman actor and shows up in so, so many, many more things. shows than you realize. Just you. Click, yeah, uh, especially movies early on and, and theater, mm-hmm. and uh, so now more people are getting to see him because he's he's turned to TV. Right. Hey, Neil, have you had a chance to see um, Gaslit, the Watergate, the with Sean Penn and Julia Roberts on Stars? I have, and it's uh, an early contender for series of the year. Really it's wonderful. Really, uh, it's uh, for those who don't know. It's about John and Martha Mitchell, who uh, were once pretty well-known figures in American politics. John Mitchell was Nixon's Attorney General, and his wife was uh, a socialite who was much more popular than I realized. Uh, I think the the series says that seventy-five percent of the population knew who she was. Uh, oh. During the Nixon years, uh, she popped up a lot in women's magazines, spoke her mind, mm-hmm. and she spoke her mind about Nixon and sort of turned on her husband, which led to a pretty public divorce. Uh, I think she even testified. Um, and but um, but it's not just about them. It's about Watergate in general mm-hmm. and kind of the buffoonery of it all. It's a comedy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the draw is Julia Roberts plays uh, Martha Mitchell and Sean Penn plays uh, John Mitchell um, under a lot of makeup, but um, there's all kinds of great characters in it. It's very funny, very, very black comedy, um, sort of the kind of comedy Adam McKay 
does uh, what she did with Veep, uh, the Dick Cheney comedy. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know how many people will be interested in Watergate, but it's um, uh, it's really ripe for for uh, a revisit. And uh, I just loved it. I, I thought it was great. Oh, good. Well, it's really stars their first prestige project because that had to cost them some money to get Julia and Sean. Yeah, I I wonder how they ended up with this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it seems like something that would run on HBO or Netflix or yeah. one of the other streaming services. Stars occasionally will have a uh, high-profile uh, show mm-hmm. that's pretty good, but not that many people have it. I know. And so I, I think they get uh, it gets overlooked, and I, I'm hoping this isn't the case. I hope people... Uh, do a little searching. They may have stars and not even know it. Right. Um, That's but true. I hope they seek this one out because okay. it's really good. Well, you, you have to pay extra because I, I keep looking for it. Hoping yeah. I have it. And I still mm. don't. It starts Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah. Okay. How about Neil? Um, did you uh, like Better Call Saul? That came back after like two years of being gone. Um, what, what were your thoughts on whatever you've seen of that show? Well, Better Call Saul is uh, a show that I never thought uh, was going to work because mm-hmm. I think Breaking Bad is one of the greatest shows sure. of all time. Uh, but, you know, it's worked. Um, I, I think as long as you try uh, not to compare it too critically to Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. it, it's been a success. And uh, I haven't watched a lot of the new season, uh, but we do hear that Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul will be making return. There's always been nice little Easter eggs uh, for diehard fans on, on that show. And um, so it's a surprise. Uh, one of the biggest surprises of the last few years, that show has done well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has with a kind of a diehard audience too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me plug another show okay. that I've written a little bit about, but I think is, is worth checking out as the first lady. Um, oh, really? Which okay. is another terrific political drama. Uh, you got Viola Davis playing uh, Michelle Obama and Jillian uh, Anderson as Eleanor Roosevelt and Michelle Pfeiffer as Betty Ford. And you just reminded how great Michelle Pfeiffer is. Oh, she's and so good. Why we don't see more of her. Uh, she's just terrific. And, and I think the Betty Ford story is really interesting. I didn't know a lot about Betty Ford. And this was really, really illuminating. Three great actresses in, in a really uh, nice uh, project for Showtime. Yeah, right. I, I, I got to put that to, on the yeah. on the DVR. I got sidetracked um, by uh, I, I oh, the Last Kingdom. Neil, I've been um, binging oh, the Last so Kingdom. You watched that for both of us. Utrid, oh, it's so good. Ut- I am Utrid, son of Utrid. Destiny is all. It's such a great show, yeah. Neil. <laughs> you, 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 All right, I'll take your word okay, for it. Okay, what about They Call Me Magic, this Magic Johnson documentary? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a big fan of Winning Time, the HBO series mm-hmm. that uh, takes a more comical look at the Lakers dynasty. Uh, everybody that's uh, sort of parodied in that is quite angry with it. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Jerry West have all been pretty critical of it. Uh this is a much more saintly look at, at the Lakers um, and Magic Johnson. Uh, although, you know, it does show um, how badly he treated Cookie, his wife, over the years. Um, so it's he's not a complete angel, but mm-hmm. it's certainly a more reverent piece than, than winning time. It's four hours, which once upon a time seemed, you know, abundant. 
But I think since Michael Jordan's the last dance, uh, all the other athletes... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You have to have super long okay. documentaries, too. I think the Tiger Woods doc was, what was that, six hours, that maybe? Was two hours, um, too long. Just a, there was a there's a Tom Brady documentary now that I think is almost ten hours. Okay, that's um, like nine hours too long. Oh, Lori, Tom Brady. A lot of people yeah. love him. <laughs> Lori can't. She's she's uh, not her guy. So I blame Ken Burns and, yeah. and uh, Michael Jordan. But look, if you're a sports fan, it it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of great footage. Um, lots of of insight from from Magic Johnson, and and you forget just what a huge. Uh, figure he was in pop culture and i mean i remember um boy i must have been 22 when he announced he was hiv positive I, and what a bombshell that was isn't it funny how we, we were talking about where were you in princeside i, I was, was flying a, home from europe yeah when it was announced wow yeah, I, yeah Fort I, remember I was too i was driving mm-hmm. in illinois and i pulled over on the side of the road i was so I was, couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. I had just gotten a dream job for being a national sales manager and just found out I was going to be traveling all over and having to go to all these places. And my boss bringing me, she's like, oh, my God, we have to turn on the TV. Right. Man, you know, there's going to be was, press. It was huge news. It was huge news. We, yeah, isn't it something? Yeah. It, it's one of those stories that I'll always remember. And yeah. he's still alive. I right. mean, you know, and, and doing fine. But at the time, it seemed like a, a death warrant. Yes. And it really was one of the... the maybe top 10 stories that, that shaken me breaking news stories. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's funny. We don't really talk about it a lot, but for that generation at that time, yeah, yeah it was, that a big was deal. absolutely monumental. Yeah, it was. So that drops on Apple tomorrow. Apple plus. Apple it drops plus. on Apple. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm not sure the date, but I think it's tomorrow. again, probably strictly for sports fans. Although if you're interested in pop culture, um, it, it's also interesting. It's magic, you know, was more and is more than, than an athlete. Yeah. Um, but of course, uh, the real basketball fans will be watching the Timberwolves. Tonight, That's right. So. That's right. Go to uh, Neil. We are so out of time. I enjoyed catching up with you guys. We'll talk um, to you hopefully in a couple of weeks. We miss good. you. Talk All right. You, you guys, Bye-bye. you can read Neil Justin in the Star Tribune. You can follow him on Twitter at Neil Justin. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hello everybody. It is uh, only day like, uh, four, 13 of the Johnny Depp trial. It's the second week, and Johnny Depp has been thoroughly under cross-examination. Yes, did I start watching right away at 9? How about I did. Did I listen on the radio because I found Court TV on the radio? Yes, I did. Uh How about the text they sent you last night at like 11 o'clock? 
all about Johnny Depp. I'm just like, <laughs> I was going crazy. He what what is amazing to me now, sidebar, sidebar, permission to publish uh, <laughs> your honor. We're getting all of our all of our things objection. But I am truly amazed at uh, Amber Heard does not have a good attorney. This guy just he seems like a bumbler and a fumbler. And I've decided now that not only is her face look as sick as it does, um, because who knows why? Because she's got to get up and testify. Yep. You know, she's going to be on the witness stand. But I think she's realized that this guy is not that good. You think so? Well, I mean, I love listening to the, you know, back and forth with the the courtroom legal experts on this. And I guess a lot of these texts and stuff that they are, I'm, her attorney is reading the texts out loud. Yeah. Which are terrible. Well, but why isn't he having Johnny read them mm-hmm. for more impact? I just know this from going to the Law and Order School of Gosh, Law and Order. I love you, Lori. Okay, why wouldn't you have the defendant read the words? Why are you reading the words? I have no idea because my, it seems my, like something. My that, dad was a family law yeah, attorney, not a criminal attorney. It. So he's being cross examined. Elton John has come up. He he apparently reached out to John. Uh, Johnny, because Johnny knows him, and he was when Johnny Depp was like wanting to get sober from alcohol. So there was a text from that. Then he and Paul Bettany are good old friends from back in the day, and uh, so all these texts about uh, where he's saying terrible things about Vanessa Paradis, the French extortionist, is one of the nicer things he said about her, and um, or Amber Heard. We've heard some of these things before. Marilyn Manson comes up, you know, they've known each other going way, way back. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there is sympathy for Johnny Depp, even under the cross-examination, because I don't know that he's that good. I mean, if anyone else is watching as avidly as I am, you're welcome to call us. Here's the thing that I thought, okay, so... You know, Johnny Depp was an alcoholic and a drug abuser. He was. Yeah. Flat out during this period of time and well before and I think for a while after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, so there's that whole piece of it. Right. And then, but what he's being accused of is being a a beater. Right, abusive. Abusive physically to Amber Heard. I I don't know why she wrote that op-ed. But remember what we learned is the NAACP came to her after she was divorced and they wrote... It wasn't they, the NAACP. It wasn't them. It, it was, was the, the Human Rights Organization okay. or the HRC or it was something, a, something or the ACLU. ACLU wrote ACLU. that and asked her. They wrote it for her, remember? Yeah. And it was that was illegal what was going on there. And then she plays. I don't know. She was. These they, two hate each other. Yeah. And they played yesterday the phone calls that Johnny had taped. They both taped each other. This yeah. is how bad things were. Oh. But it taped, they played the tape where Amber Heard is saying, I didn't punch you. I was hitting you. It like, so she's admitting oh, yeah. that and then and saying, and you're a baby because you can't take it. I didn't punch you. I just Jeez. slapped you and I hit you. And I'm like, okay, if that's your best defense, Uh-oh. you know, but, but they played has, it. Yeah. Johnny Depp's team played it. Um, 
And, and I mean, we're clearly, of course, not, you know, legal minds or anything, even though we kid about the school of law and order. But I have to tell you, it's the most fascinating miniseries on TV right now. It really now. is. The thing that I that I have been talking, and I sat and read all Twitter uh, last right. night about it, is that women, usually it's women who are domestically abused, and it's not the men. And so who are assaulted, who are assaulted yeah. or verbally mm-hmm. abused or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. and how he um, here he is, yeah. you know, bearing it all out there, warts and all. He is nothing left to lose. We always wondered why didn't he just give this up after the yeah. libel suit in the Daily Mail? And it's he said on the first day of the trial, I've already lost everything. I've already mm-hmm. lost my reputation. Yep. Oh, that's sad. And and according to attorneys, they're saying it will be very hard for him to win this case based on um, how defamation how defamation he has works. to prove that it's false. Yes, but it's even harder than that. But yeah, what he is getting is he's getting his his time to tell his side of the you know to tell his story. Yeah, and he could very well have been an abused man, but he may very well lose this case too. Got it. Okay. That's what very they're saying. Precise legal well, analysis. I was Julia. reading last night. I was obsessed with this. Yeah, I know what it is um, to go down the rabbit hole and to start watching. Yeah. So we'll see what happens today.